0: That time, the sports talker here's TJ Walker.
1: Hello, everybody. Sports talker here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. Plenty to talk about today. Mostly, we will look into the Kentucky and Florida football game on Saturday, and we'll talk about some other fun, exciting games in the SEC and throughout the country on Saturday. Weather outside, very windy, cool air moving in, maybe some showers later tonight, but it actually feels pretty good out, and I don't think it's going to rain, so there's your weather update for today. Not too much sports news going on today. It seems like today's finally the the slowdown of all the national news. I think people are starting to get a little sick of talking about Ray Rice. People are getting over the situation in Atlanta with the Atlanta Hawks, which I never really spent much time talking about to begin with. And the attention's turning towards actual sports and into the weekend. We've got college football games tomorrow, NFL tomorrow plenty of stuff <clears throat> heading into this week so uh, kind of glad to hear it uh, or not uh, I guess rather not to hear the the same old news stories going on so today's show we're going to talk Kentucky football and their game against Florida like I mentioned we're also going to talk uh, basketball recruiting it's Calipari and UK are still out on the recruiting trail we'll Talk a little bit of what to expect in that class. So we'll talk a little basketball and football recruiting and look forward to doing that. JoJo Kemp made some news this week for Kentucky, the running back. We'll talk about that. There was a response from Mark Stoops on JoJo's comments. And there was a response from a Florida player on... JoJo Kemp's comments. So his comments have have made waves throughout the nation. People down in Gainesville know it. I think it's going to be bulletin board material. And if you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, JoJo Kemp said after he he grew up uh, in Florida, he didn't grow up a Florida fan, but he grew up near Gainesville, went to a lot of Florida games. But he said Florida players will only hear after the game that they will rub it in their faces. He will rub it in their faces after they win, after Kentucky beats Florida. Yeah, it was a comment that I didn't talk about yesterday. But he said, I was looking up the exact quote, trying to find it. I'm familiar with a lot of the guys on Florida's team. I went through the whole high school being on the recruiting list, going to games every Saturday, every home game, staying there every weekend. So I'm familiar with a lot of guys, hang out with those guys. A couple of my teammates actually went to Florida, so I'm familiar with a lot of those guys. It's going to be fun walking out with a victory and rubbing it in their faces. So that was the quote. When I first heard this, I didn't really think much uh, much of it. If you know JoJo Kemp or you've heard JoJo Kemp talk and you've and you've seen his interviews before, he's a very animated, articulate speaker. Loves to kind of stir the pot. Not so much even stir the pot, but he likes to give you different quotes. He likes to he, stay away from the "We're going to put our heads down, focus, look forward to look towards this game, and then we'll worry about other games down the road." He doesn't like to give you the vanilla quotes that most players normally give. He'll, he'll mix things up a little bit, and he and he did that. And that's just kind of typical JoJo Kemp. But I, I feel that the, the gist of this quote, the one that Florida players are picking up, the one that is being retweeted across Twitter and put on message boards, is it's going to be fun walking out with a victory and rubbing it in their faces. Now, he's talking about his high school teammates and his friends when he talks about rubbing it in their faces. He's not talking about the Florida team. It's not just uh, – the question wasn't, hey, JoJo, how, what's going to – what are you looking forward to about the game Saturday? And the quote wasn't, it's going to be fun walking out with a victory and rubbing it in, Florida, in Florida's face. That wasn't the quote. Now, again, it, it's, a, it's, you're, it's a different quote. It's a little more fun. It's not your average quote, and that's just JoJo Kemp. So I don't really have a problem with the quote to begin with. Now, I get why Mark Stoops might have a problem with it because everybody is just going to pick up on that last part, and it's going to get Florida a little bit more motivated. So what we're going to talk about on the show today is, is, does this hurt Kentucky? Does it help Kentucky? What will it do for Kentucky's chances going into Saturday? Uh, Mark Stoops responded to the quote today. Saying that he was furious, he was outraged. Uh, he said they're only going to hear the last part of that quote, and he didn't think it was a very smart thing to say. But he 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 went on he went on to say that he understands what JoJo's talking about, but it, it shouldn't have been said. So he wasn't happy about it. And then Florida's linebacker Mike Taylor had something to say about it as well. He tweeted, "Heard you were talking." Uh, poop. But you're Kentucky's third string back, I took a picture, basically of a a what a a girl making the whatever sign. Or confused. And JoJo Kemp is not Kentucky's third string back. Probably second string behind Braylon Hurd. So Michael Taylor getting his facts wrong to begin with. So it's definitely, and if you follow anybody, any Florida account on Twitter, uh, they're picking it up. Kind of makes me think it's a slow news week if this is the story that's getting picked up. I don't know what other story would be picked up. Maybe that this is both teams' first SEC game, expectations for UK and Florida. I I feel like there's other storylines here. Uh, So the fact that this JoJo Kemp quote is getting picked up is surprising to me. Mark Stoops talked on the SEC teleconference today. He had a lot of other good stuff to say. and We'll talk about that a little later in the show, but right now focusing on JoJo Kim's quotes. So I don't have a problem with his quotes. I think it was overblown, blown out of proportion. As it it can, I'm just going to chalk it up to being a slow week. But in my opinion, unfortunately for Kentucky, this isn't going to help their chances. Now, you, you, if you're a Kentucky fan, you want to see your team confident. You want to maybe talk a little smack. But you didn't need to give Florida any more fuel. And I, and I think JoJo Kemp uh, accidentally did that. While just trying to kind of smack talk with his friends, it's going to end up – it already went viral. The whole Florida team's going to know it. They're going to be a little more motivated. They're already doing an orange out, which is kind of weird to do a, a colored T-shirt out against Kentucky. I don't expect the attendance to be very great for that game anyways. I think there's a chance of storms down in Gainesville for Saturday night. But I think you're going to get the crowd a little bit more pumped up, the team a little bit more pumped up, and they might be looking after JoJo just slightly more than they would have been. But here's the good news. If Kentucky's able to pull out an upset or keep this game close or – Uh, it it could come back to motivate Kentucky. I think it shows that Kentucky is obviously confident to some extent. So it could end up helping UK. I don't think it will. I think it's going to hurt. In hindsight, I think Jojo Kemp would obviously take it back aside from the fact that Mark Stoops got very upset about it, but I do think it's going to fuel a little bit for Florida and that's not what you want to have. I talked. Uh, we did a podcast today on CatsIllustrated.com that I think will uh, that should run later in the week. Talked with Brett Dawson and Alex Forkner. Uh, they're busy covering UK football today. I Might have them on the show later in the week. Well, we we talked about UK's chances and and what we thought was would be the likely outcome and why. I don't know necessarily. I haven't thought of a score prediction. I do think Florida is going to win. That shouldn't come as a big surprise to anybody. And I'll, I'll probably give a score prediction on Friday, but this is the thing is I do think this game can be more competitive. Now I am worried as, as somebody that's covered Kentucky and knows their team and knows how it's like to play. Well, not personally, but knows how teams play on the road in the swamp especially teams with not as much talent as Florida. It can be a snowball effect, and Kentucky can end up getting steamrolled. Now, that's a major concern. I feel this is a win-win for a game for Kentucky regardless. With one exception, and that's getting steamrolled. Kentucky's big underdogs. Hasn't beaten Florida since I've been alive. It's been a very long time, even longer time since since Kentucky won at Florida. Not playing with much to lose. You go down there, you maybe strike early, you strike first, get Florida to worry a little bit, and you might be able to make that game competitive. I would be, uh, that, that's, if I could pick one scenario, it's UK jumps ahead early and, sees where, and see where that goes. Because I think UK right now has uh, a lot of confidence. I think they maybe had a little bit more after the UT Martin game than they did the Ohio game, but I think nonetheless they're a pretty confident team. There's a confidence around UK football that you haven't seen since maybe the last time they went to a bowl game. And maybe even before then because the future's so bright for UK football. New facilities, new stadium, a renovated stadium. Uh, good recruiting classes year in and year out these days. In on some top, top Recruits, not in basketball, but in football, there's a lot of optimism. And I think that all shines down and reflects back on the football team. They're an optimistic group. And I think that's part of the reason why you heard JoJo Kemp's comments. And I think they can keep that optimism. I think having that optimism and that confidence is very important going forward. And I think they can keep that even with a loss. I think they can keep that confidence even losing down in the swamp. If they are, are in that game in the fourth quarter and they come up short, they're going Kentucky can say to themselves, okay, this is a, a, one of the traditional powers in the SEC. They, yes, they did have a bad year last year, but uh, you know they, they could be picked to finish anywhere from first to third in the SEC East. This is on the road. We played them tight. It's only our third game of the year. things can get better. They can walk away with more confidence with a loss in Gainesville, if things go their way, or if things, if they keep it close. Now a win, obviously, and they're they're sky high, I and mean, they get a bye week and then prepare for Vandy. And I'll talk the next two weeks about how important that Vandy game is. Don't need to get into that right now. The mo- that will be the most important game Mark Stoops has ever coached. and and likely the most important game he'll coach all season, that game against Vanderbilt. But this is the thing, and and UK football fans, I don't have to remind them, when Kentucky goes to play at Florida, things can get ugly in a hurry. It can be very quick where Kentucky's maybe down seven, and then uh, a pick six, three and out, they're down 21 just like that. Kentucky has to keep this game close. If they come out of the swamp losing 42-7 to 7 or, or whatever it may be, over 20 points, then that could have a bad ripple effect on this team. They'll have a bye week to think about that loss. Yes, they'll be able to get healthy. Yes, they'll be able to get more time to prepare for Vandy. Not that I feel that any team in the country needs to prepare for Vandy because Vandy might be one of the worst teams in college football this year. But that's going to be on the back of their minds. How good are we? We just got smacked in the face by Florida. Didn't show much fight. Vandy's coming to town. We have to beat them or else our season's over. And that's true. Their season, Kentucky season, might as well be over if they lose to Vanderbilt. If they get killed by Florida and lose to Vanderbilt, you might as well pack it up and look forward to the 2015 season. So you you can't get killed by Florida. You can't. Because you'll lose that confidence. And it's not going to help you against Vanderbilt. It won't. Now, here's the thing. I I don't think they'll get killed. I don't think. Now, what happens in the fourth quarter when they're down 10 and their back's against the wall and they got to start forcing some stuff? That could turn to 17 real quick and that could turn to 24 even quicker than that. But here's the thing. Here's a stat I looked up. And this is something that might not jump out at you listening at home and it might not sound like a great stat. But over the past two recruiting classes, Florida's only had 13 more four-stars than Kentucky. And you might think to yourself, 13, that's a lot. And it is. They only had two more the past year and 11 more two years before that. So they're averaging six and a half more four-stars in the last two recruiting classes. Again, that's a big number, but not nearly as big as it it has been, it would be. Uh, back in the day, that could be that number could be up to 21. Four years ago, it could be to 21. I haven't looked. Now it's down to 13. It could be higher than 21. It could be 24. And at that point, you've got a starting offense and a starting defense that is a star rating higher than UK. And recruiting rankings aren't the end-all, be-all. I... I write for catsillustrated.com and cover basketball recruiting and recruiting rankings are a huge part of my job. And they do matter. You don't see terrible teams with really good recruiting rankings and you don't see really, really good teams with terrible, with terrible recruits. But Kentucky is closing the gap. They are. They're getting there. It's not there yet but they're getting there. And I don't think they're ever going to start recruiting better than Florida on a year-in, year-out basis. But they are getting to a point where it's getting the gap is getting closer. If UK finishes with the 28th-ranked recruiting class and Florida finishes with the 14th, and this is just hypothetical, that, again, recruiting rankings aren't the end-all, be-all. There could be mistakes in players. One player might be a sleeper, a late bloomer, when the gap is closer, the more likely it is that the talent will be closer. And we got some tweets coming into the show Clay B116 Locker room bulletin board material quotes are the most overrated thing in sports. A player team is going to try and play their best no matter what the other team says. It's not like they're magically going to perform beyond their actual cav- capabilities because of a quote. I, I, I couldn't disagree more with you, Clay. Now, I don't think Florida is going to try harder because of that quote. I don't think Kentucky will try harder because they need to back that quote up. But, Clay B. 116, I know you've played sports before and you've been out on the field or you've been out on a basketball court, even if it's a pickup game. And if somebody tries to talk smack to you, You can't tell me that that doesn't motivate you a little more in that moment. And if you're a little more motivated in that moment, you're going to play a little bit better. And that goes up to the college level. That goes up to the NFL level. They'll be thinking about that quote. And the first time JoJo Kemp gets a carried and, get and gets hit, you, you better believe what they're going to be saying to him on top of that dog pile. Promise you. They're thinking about that when they're playing. There's no doubt about it. So in that sense, it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. Again, the whole quote's being blown out of proportion. Florida's probably believing a, a, a different context of the quote than it really is supposed to be. But with that being said, they're going to believe what they're going to believe, and it's probably going to give them a little extra motivation. Not that they needed it. It's it's not like Kentucky would have won this game without the – would win the game without the quote versus lose it. That's not what I'm saying. But it's it's – It's being talked about, and it shouldn't be. So it's there. It's already making a difference one way or the other. I got some more tweets coming to the show. We'll read them when we come back from the break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little basketball recruiting. We'll finish up the JoJo Kemp discussion. So stick around here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be right back. So if you do the speed limit, get the f- out of my way. I'm DUI, hardly ever caught and you about to get f- over.
0: Now, back to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker.
1: And we're back here, second segment, 1450 of the Sports Buzz. Talked a lot about JoJo Kemp in the first segment, had some tweets coming in. Curious to know whether or not you think that's a big deal, little deal, whatever it may be. DMC tweets in says Charlie Strong used to put up stuff like that in Louisville's locker room to motivate players. In terms, uh, when talking about uh, quotes, maybe some smack talk from other teams, and he did do that. Also put UK decals, put UK decals in the urinals in their in their locker room which one of my friend's parents had. And it's just kind of a, a strange concept thinking that you're going to go and touch your own toilet bowl with your hands and put a UK logo in there or a logo any teams because they make other people do this. You're going to touch a, a dirty toilet bowl just so you can put a sticker on there with the thought process of being able to pee on that sticker. I just think somewhere along the line because that's not just like biting your nails. It's not like it's just right there. You bite your nails, you do it. This is a long thought out process that takes a little bit of time with the end result being able to piss on a go to the bathroom on a picture. That's, That's weird to me. Kind of weird that a college, w- a college would do that. Weird that parents would do that. Uh, it's weird, I think, if anybody would do that. It's the same with uh, toilet paper with people's faces on it, which they do make. Uh, another person I know had Barack Obama toilet paper. It's just, a, uh, while that might take less work, you still have to go buy it. You might have to order it online. It's not like I see that at random. I don't see that at Kroger or any random grocery store. But you still have to go buy it, take time, and then you, you gives you, I don't, does it gives you—I don't give you some sort of satisfaction to do. It's just—it's weird to me. Anyways, Charlie Strong did used to put up quotes. A lot of teams do that, and oh, and during the break on Twitter, Florida has made posters and put them throughout the locker room, and it's actually a really cool poster. I mean, a, a really cool poster. Has JoJo Kemp running. It's a, it's a cool picture of him. And it's got blue quotes, and it says, it's going to be fun walking out with a victory and rubbing their faces in it. And it attributes the quote to JoJo Kemp. If I'm JoJo Kemp and Kentucky finds a way to win that game on Saturday, uh, you first off, Kentucky will... I wouldn't be shocked to see Kentucky do something with that poster. But if I'm Jojo Kemp, I frame it, put it in my room, put it in my locker, do whatever you want. Uh, it's an awesome poster, especially if they come out to win, if Kentucky finds a way to win that game. But the fact that Florida is making posters of this quote and, and they're not just talking about it. I get why this quote could be talked about amongst Florida players. Maybe some of the position coaches at Florida, I, I don't think Will Muschamp would waste his time on a quote like this, but maybe some of the position coaches before the game would say, remember what number three said, that's your guy. So I I, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have been surprised if they if it was talked about, if the players talked about a Florida guy already tweeted about it. I knew it was going to get some play, but I never thought I'd get this type of play to the point where you're making posters in the locker room. Does Florida need to remind themselves that they've won 27 straight games against Kentucky? That they're Florida and they have as many SEC championship game appearances as anybody? how far have they fallen to the point where they're making posters of a Kentucky player that said a quote, which the quote is out of context, mind you that they're putting it in their locker room. Now, again, I don't think Jojo Kim should have said something like this to begin with, but I understood why he did. And I understand why it's getting picked up. But if anybody takes one second to look up the full quote, it really changes the whole thing, but they're not. And that's okay. And if Kentucky was playing at Western Kentucky, and JoJo Kemp said something like this, then I, I would get why this would get some play. It would get Western Kentucky a little more fired up. It's gonna, I already uh, admitted that I think it's going to maybe fire Florida up a little bit more. Nothing drastic. It wasn't going to change the outcome of the game. But the fact that Florida's doing this is very embarrassing for the Gators. You're Florida, they're Kentucky, and you need poster motivation after a, a player said a quote that was taken out of context. It really is sad of Florida. If I'm a Florida fan, I'm I'm very disappointed. But guess what? Now with Florida doing that, I think that momentum, whatever little Juju was going Florida's way, is gonna come back to Kentucky now. If I'm Kentucky, and now I almost embrace JoJo Kim's quote. And now you go into that game maybe being uh blindly cocky in a sense. you go in there Jojo Kemp already said this quote Florida wants to make it a big deal then hell let's if you're UK make it a big deal go in there as a favorite if you're UK uh, again the worst thing that can happen is a blowout loss and there was a maybe a decent chance a 50-50 chance of that happening regardless you know don't give them any more sound bites or quotes at least not publicly or you know publicly don't say anything but if florida wants to make a big deal about that quote then let them make a big deal about it and you should be ready to to back up Jojo Kemp back up your teammate support your teammate and go out there and get him and Jojo Kemp has a chance to instantly become a if he's able to somehow pull off this upset, JoJo Kemp will go down in the history books for UK and maybe be a fan favorite for UK moving forward. So with Florida adding this part, again, if they want to, if a player wants to tweet and they want to talk about it, that's fine. That happens everywhere. But the fact that the, somebody took the time to make this really cool, well-done poster. I mean, I can't stress enough how well done this poster is. And they're going to put it in their locker room Then, then if you're UK, bring it on. Go after them. B 116 said, if you can't outrun someone already, you aren't going to magically become faster. And then because you are mad over the quote, you can only give 100% of what you have. And if you aren't already given 100%, you shouldn't be on scholarship. says you said that you don't think it's going to change the outcome so it sounds like you agree with me that it's not imaginable magically make a team win that's just overrated I don't think it's going to change the outcome of the game because I don't think Kentucky and Florida are on the same level I do think it can motivate a team a little bit more I do I, I don't think it necessarily is going to make a worse team beat a better team because they feel disrespected but I do feel it can add a little extra motivation. And seriously, Clay B116, as somebody that has competed in, in sports throughout their high school career, if somebody didn't, if somebody talked trash to you during the game, that wouldn't motivate you. Cause you'd be lying if you said you didn't. You might be giving it all. You you might be giving it all you have at 100%. People get tired, and if you think about something that motivates you, there's no doubt that it can add a little extra something to it. That's just a, that's a fact. Again, I don't think it's, that quote is going to change the outcome of the game. The bigger it gets, though, it might have a bigger impact on the game. People might be talking about it more now. Instead of maybe just Florida's defense looking at it and talking about it, maybe it affects the offense. Maybe it affects Kentucky. Who knows? We'll, we'll have to wait and see what it does, but now it's turning into something big. And something very stupid for Florida. So it'll be curious to see exactly what happens. It's only Wednesday, too. Uh, again, I said that the fact that this quote was getting some play means it's a slow news week. But the fact that Florida takes this and puts it on a poster means it's a very slow news week. And guess what's going to be the sticking point the next few days? Nope, the attention won't turn away from this JoJo Kemp quote. We won't get to talking about Patrick Toll starting in his first SEC road game and why UK's offense slowed down against Ohio and can it be picked back up against Florida. You can throw out the X's and O's because now it's going to be JoJo Kemp versus Florida. Not on my show, though. We'll talk plenty of X's and O's later in the week. Brun DMC says rallying around Brun DMC and Clay B116 are really going at it. Brun DMC says rallying around hashtag Chuck Strong when Colts coach Chuck Pagano had cancer certainly motivated Indy. I don't disagree with that's that's true, and that's not saying that before then, Indiana, the Colts wouldn't be playing hundred percent, but there's always something extra. There isn't a, a, a certain science with sports. There's always extra motivations that uh, can influence, impact, and change a game. And we'll see if this if this happens. Interesting part about Mark Stoops, as a coordinator, he's 2-0 in the swamp. Of course, those were at Florida State. But it'll be interesting. We're going to talk more about that game as the week goes on. Try to possibly find somebody from Florida, break down the Gators and just what's going on. What kind of madness is going on in Gainesville to the point where they're making posters of things. But it's uh, it's pretty inter- it's entertaining to watch. It adds a little something to it. Yates, what do you make of the whole quote Quote that has just, since being on the air, has turned into a much bigger deal than it was an hour ago?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't doubt that people can use something like that as motivation to to play a little harder. I've probably done the same thing over the course of uh, an athletic competition. Somebody talks a little trash, and you put in a little extra effort to try to make them eat their words.
1: It's, uh, you brought up a point. I don't know if you were trying to make this point, but think of it this way. Clay B-116 and everybody listening at home. Imagine when you're watching a game, even not, even not when you're competing, and we've all been in this spot. When you're watching a game and there's an obnoxious fan that you don't like that is cheering and rooting and talking smack against your team. And what's the first thing... You do when your team does something well or wins the game or comes back or takes the lead. You start cheering a little bit louder than you normally had. You start jawing back possibly a little bit more. You're a little bit more sarcastic. You become a little bit more obnoxious. That's the way it works. It's not like Clay B116 that you're not cheering 100% or you're not 100% behind your team but if somebody says something or gets you a little bit motivated, you're going you're to do a little something more. But here's the good news for Kentucky. I, I, I honestly think it's gone back now. It's gone full circle to a point where now Florida's kind of being obnoxious about this whole thing. And they're looking silly. They're looking stupid. And, and we'll just have to see what happens. Gates, well, I'll ask you for your prediction on the show on Friday, but uh, do you think UK can hang in this game?
2: Um, maybe. I, I haven't had the chance to watch uh, either team play a game so far this year. Um, but, I mean, based on Florida last year and assuming UK is better as they – seem to be so far i I would say they have a a chance i don't know that they necessarily will
1: it it will be something to watch and and talk again talked about on the podcast today that we recorded uh, cats illustrated let's florida 65 nothing win was impressive over eastern michigan but first a couple things eastern michigan's terrible ohio's better than eastern michigan Eastern Michigan barely beat an FCS opponent in week one. Not that, you know, that, uh, we're not going to play comparative scoring, but to beat a team 65 to nothing is still impressive. To be able to score 65 points in a college game is no easy feat. And uh, to hold a team scoreless is uh, is even harder. Kentucky's been able to do it for a half, but haven't hasn't been able to do it for... Uh, a full game. They've been able to do it for two halves, not a full game yet. There's no doubt that that's impressive, but you, we have to remember Will Muschamp is coaching for his job. Florida fans are used to Steve Spurrier and Urban Meyer offenses that are flashy and fast and exciting and fun and going to light up the scoreboard. And the Muschamp comes in and has kind of a different philosophy. His is, let's Let's let our defense win the game. We're going to put up enough points, but we're going, to, we're going to control the clock. Once we get a lead, we're going to sit on it. We're going to win the game that way. Florida fans aren't used to that. They don't like that. So he's playing for his job. They ran that score up against Eastern Michigan. They scored 35 points in the second half. And they put their backup quarterback in in the fourth quarter, already having a 51 to nothing lead. And he threw two. He had a Braylon hurt. He had, he threw two touchdown passes for two touchdowns, very long touchdowns. So I don't think Florida's as good as their sixty-five point shutout of Eastern Michigan is. But but the, but it's a concern to an extent that Will Champ is coaching for his job. There's a lot going into this game. If he were to lose to Kentucky and break that streak, attendance for Florida the rest of the year would be sad. It wouldn't be good. And it could be the final nail in, in Muschamp's coffin. We'd have to wait and see. But that certainly wouldn't be a... Uh, that wouldn't be a good a good loss. I mean, that, that that might be it. So Will Muschamp every game is, uh, to sense, coaching for his job. Run DMC tweets back in, when we were in high school and the favored and St. X was favored in the state championship game and lost to Trinity. The next season, St. X made their motto last game. And Clayby won 16. I think you're on that St. X team. So motivation definitely plays a role in football. It's not just both teams go out there. Everybody plays 100%. You give each other a pat on the back and you move on. So the sign matters. The quote matters. We're going to ha- head to our last commercial break here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. We'll come back, we'll wrap up the show, talk a little basketball, a little basketball recruiting. So stick around here on
0: 1450 The Sports Buzz. Yeah, go to tell your little boy. Free, see, the You're listening to The Sports Talker with T.J. Walker on 1450 the Sports Buzz.
1: And we're back here with one final segment. Uh, a lot of debate whether or not motivation, as in bulletin board material, can actually make a difference on the field. I say yes. Front DMC brings up a great point that I can't believe I didn't think of myself. What about a Little Giants when the team totally rallied around Danny O'Shea after he told them about that one time he beat Kevin down Cherry Hill? Just takes one time. And that's, you know, that's a good point. Got his guys motivated. But don't get me started on Little Giants. That movie is filled with holes. Yates, you seen Little Giants?
2: DJ, don't you dare talk smack about Little Giants.
1: Oh I'm about to I
2: will end this show right now
1: <laughs> i've okay first off i've i've got it's a good movie, it's a fun movie, but there's several problems one and it mostly has to do with the end of the movie. What happens when the little giants and the cowboys combine their team? I think we know what's going to happen if there was ever a sequel. It would be chaos. All, all your hopes and dreams that you got from watching Little Giants would be thrown out the window in the sequel when you found out that, yeah, the Little Giants beat the Cowboys on a fluke, but guess who's going to get all the playing time when they combine the team? It's going to be all the Cowboys. None of the Little Giants are going to play. Most of them are probably going to be ran off the team. The bullying is still going to exist that existed throughout the movie. Uh, so that's one that's one problem that people don't talk about you don't Combined believe you
2: don't believe in people's ability to change
1: uh, no not not nine year olds
2: that's and such a bleak outlook you have on life Tj
1: it's it's a competitive field too they're gonna be looking to play they're gonna be looking to win games and you're not gonna win a lot of games with that little giants roster I don't care
2: why not they won that game
1: uh, the guy uh, well uh, I mean they clearly cheated to an extent. Uh, the, the, you can't use that much sticky that's, on your hands.
2: That's a blasphemy.
1: Uh, you just can't, and that's not going to fly. And it's clear that the, the Cowboys have, have a little bit of talent. But really, it was the speech that maybe won it for them. So it's obvious that the Little Giants are going to ride the bench. You might get uh, Icebox, we'll get some minutes. Junior's probably going to play. There, there's some people that are going to transition over well, but for the most part, they're not. And then this is this is one of my bigger problems. What kind of insecure loser is Danny O'Shea to the point where he has to get his name on the water tower? It, it, ridiculous. i t-, 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 g- won- t-,
0: g- t G I've said about long enough. But once you start badmassing Al Bundy, I can't take it anymore, my friend. I've got to step in. What do you mean? He was the town hero. He was the Heisman winner, I think. He was no. The, he that,
1: Kevin O'Shea was the Heisman winner. Yeah,
0: Dan, Danny was the little brother. Oh well, that's because he won the match. He was trying to prove the little brother uh, syndrome. Then
1: okay, nobody. What what stupid town are they in?
0: Town America, T- USA.
1: Peora or something. <laughs> I
0: think that was where Bozak Smith was from, Peora, Illinois.
1: Okay, well, th- this town doesn't have much going for it. But somehow, and we don't know the backstory behind this, they've got a Heisman Trophy winner in Kevin O'Shea, who uh, I guess kind of flamed out in the NFL. Lives in this town still, uh, owns a car dealership. Kind of seems like a kind of looks and, and acts like a sleaze bag. Has some awkward interaction. Admits that he's a misogynist during the movie. Uh, kind of a loser, but that's that's not the point. At least he won the Heisman. He brings some recognition to this little one-horse town and just because his little insecure brother beats him in a football game he feels that he deserves to be on the water tower too it just it makes you not like the O'Shea's altogether but especially Danny i mean you you really root against Danny by the end of that movie he's just kind of a nerd loser that is insecure and you can't root for him
0: do you have a little brother you don't like or something you're not telling us, TJ? I mean, or, or did you just really hate Rick Moranis and Honey, I blew up the kids so much that you just despise him in every role he did afterwards?
1: I, I don't even know any roles he did. It's nothing against the actor, and I i am the little brother. And uh, and obviously I'm more – I don't my live in the shadow of my big brother quite like Danny O'Shea does with Kevin. My brother didn't win any Heisman trophies.
0: Is he a senior writer for Cats Illustrated though? So he looks <laughs> down on you?
1: No, not quite. And the good news is I'm much taller and stronger and better looking <laughs> than he is too. So I I don't worry about that. There's no there's no childhood insecurities that I bring up with this movie, Trevor or Yates or whoever's even in there right now, that I worry about. It's just a it's a stupid movie and it, it kinda it kind of bums you out when you think about it. The main character is a fraud, and it, it takes some growing up to realize that. You guys, go re rewatch the movie.
2: TJ, I, you... I, I'd like to say that I lost a little bit of respect for you after this rant, but I lost a lot of respect for you after this rant. I don't think I can ever take anything you say ever again seriously. <laughs> this is in oh, they're, they're,
1: they're in Ur- 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 Ohio, not Peora.
0: You know how seriously take a football in Ohio town, especially small ones like that, then it shouldn't come as a surprise to you that they would worship a god like that.
1: Okay, so you're telling me a winner of a Pee Wee game just for the team to represent the town is going to get his name on the water tower of a Heisman Trophy winner that likely played for Ohio State if we're going further into this movie and had to obviously win some state titles for Urbania. He's a Heisman Trophy winner.
2: TJ, you... did you root for the Ice Hawks and and the organized baseball team in the
1: Sandlot, too? He
0: roots against the Karate Kid. He roots for uh, Johnny of the Cobra well, Kai.
1: Just, uh, I, I'm not saying I root for the Cowboys. I just, I'm just i glad the Little Giants won. I don't think if there was a sequel, though, it would teach kids a valuable lesson, unless it was a valuable lesson about, hey, other people are better than you. You need to ride the bench and get used to it, bucko. That's the way the world works. Yeah. Uh, i like the movie i enjoyed it i watched it growing up i watched it i I still watch it i just the fact is when you get older you kind of realize that danny o'Shea isn't a hero he's a loser kevin o'Shea is uh also a loser but you know at least he's got something to fall back on being a heisman trophy winner and that the the parents in this movie aren't good role models for these kids and that's just that guys
0: I've never seen anyone break down so negatively a Disney inspirational movie whatsoever.
1: you just did on the Sports Talker, and and you you, you all, because you got so up in arms about it, I didn't have time to talk basketball recruiting.
0: I want to know why I'm the hater of the station and you're sitting here bashing Little Giants
2: on the air.
1: Yeah, you... uh, I didn't bash Little Giants, I'm bashing Danny O'Shea. We
2: we might have a new challenger for the crown of... Number one hater at 1450. DJs
0: come at me like a JoJo Kemp quote of, over being the biggest hater at the station.
1: I don't <laughs> dislike Little Giants. I dislike Danny O'Shea in that movie. He is not somebody to look up to. <laughs> well,
0: that's because he's Rick Moranis. He's like five he's foot terrib- eight. No one can look <laughs> up to him.
1: <laughs> he's a terrible coach. There, th- and, and, and I, I wonder if the game is staged to begin with. Because there's, I mean, let's be honest. The, the talent aside, there's no way there's winning. But also, Danny O'Shea is a terrible coach. He doesn't even know what football is by the looks of it, which I don't know how that's possible based on his brother being a Heisman Trophy winner. But he let We're his
0: daughter play football.
1: Well, well, that's, that's, well, then he tries to convince her not to, and he goes back and forth, and he kind of blames his mom on her it's a whole mess we can talk about it another time i'm out of time trevor you have fun talking about it on your show uh this is a sports talker with tj walker and supposedly trevor and yates on the little giants uh sports network thanks for listening we'll be back tomorrow to My old
0: Kentucky home. My old Kentucky home. They say welcome to the 502 Take the Georgia boys, show them how Kentucky do Oakley, Priest, Classics, paint Kentucky, Blue They say don't forget 270, be hitting two Song call it blue, grand song call it purple I'ma call it home, take a shot of Tron Lay back in the lap and take two to the door